What the f is going on? I like to party. Jesus, honey, wax much? This is Unwaxed. Get in, Lizzie, we're going shopping. With Sophia and Sistine Stallone. Did we just become best friends? Yep. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Unwaxed Podcast with your most crazy and cringy, but also favorite sisters, Sophia and Sistine Salon. You had to add the crazy and the cringe in there. I feel like the last episode, there was things I did that were kind of cringe or... What did well, you do? Smash my boobs against a window to your boyfriend or oh, ex-boyfriend. Yes, yes. That's yes. story time. That was a story Fabulous. time. A lot of people liked that story time. Um... You know, I do it for the listeners. I was a little bit humiliated to rehash that whole thing. You know but what I'm I realized fine with it. about these story times, though? What? They're all about you. A lot you of them about me. Well, I've only done two. So a lot of the two are about you. Well, I told you to bring in one, and it ended up having to be about me. I but guess it was, I was involved. You know what the problem is? My tits is, were involved. Your tits were involved. My tits were there to stay. But I think it's because I do a lot of things that are accident prone. Like, I put myself into situations where it ends up being the most embarrassing thing ever. Yeah. A lot of times. But I think I do it, too. I just I just walk it off cooler. Like, you, yeah. for example, you'll fall and you'll stay on the ground. Or I'll fall and then I'll go into, like, a dougie. You know? And I'll, like... <laughs> you go into I'll a worm. i and drop it and act like I did it on purpose. Anyway, you guys, this is a very exciting moment for me because Sophia decided to flee to L.A., and leave me for an entire week. I did. And I don't think you realize how lonely I've been. Well, okay, you know, re rewind. I FaceTimed you yesterday and I asked, how have you been? Like, are you, do you miss me? And you're like, no. I'm well, fine. I'm just no. trying to be okay with being And I alone. was like, should I just stay another week? Look, here's the thing. This is why it's exciting because I actually have so much to update you on. And so we're going to do a on the podcast because we talk every day but there are so many things that happen that you don't even know i about. know we wrote out everything and she told me to avoid the weekly update so um I'm, i have so, so much you're getting update. it in tell that i haven't gone yet so okay. what was going yes. on in palm beach that i don't so, know about aside from eating alone i just want you to understand like how sad it is you have scarlet in la I'm with no the, i didn't she came later whatever i had I'm her for a day dogs mom and uh, jen and sly Going out, having a great time. I'm eating alone every night. I'm working out alone every day. Do you understand that I've been watching? Because you know I love Trish Paytas. Like oh. I love Trisha Paytas. Oh Her mukbangs. Is it mukbang? Or it's mukbang. Mukbang. You know, I'm really not in the trends, so I have no idea. I think anyway, it's mukbang. I got to a level of loneliness where I actually would eat my dinner with her on my computer screen eating her dinner oh that's a and we would eat I, together that's really <laughs> seriously i know but wait really yeah it's, it's seem why you could have facetimed me and i would have had like maybe later or earlier dinner well that's, that's a level you had to see your friends and do your thing and that's a level of loneliness okay yeah all right anyway, anyway. trisha if you want to um Yo, eat I, with her in real life. She would actually I, have a freak out. I, I actually love her. I've been watching her for years, but mm -hmm. lately I've been on a binge. She's phenomenal, you guys. Um, Trish like fish on TikTok. Like I love Trish Fiatus. Big stand, big stand. <laughs> um, okay, another new thing that happened that I realized about myself. I have a new phobia, Sophia. I another have a new one. Phobia. Yes. Which one is this? It's one? called 
What? Thalassophobia. Thalassophobia? <laughs> Wait, let what me get the that? correct way to pronounce it. I guarantee it's not called thalassal. Thalassophobia. Uh, oh, gosh. How did you get this? Phobia. Or explain what it is. Just listen to it. Thalassophobia. Thalassophobia. Okay, so you kind of said it right. Yeah. Okay. So um, what is it? It is a fear of the ocean. So what? So I found. I figured out that I had. No, no, no. I figured out that I had this on TikTok. TikTok made me realize I had this new phobia. It's more not the fear of the ocean, but the fear of what's below the surface that you can't see. So, so dark blue waters. So literally just dangling your feet in the water, off of a ledge. That. Not knowing that something could come up and grab you. Do you think this has anything to do with the fact that you shot a shark movie? No. Are you sure? But, like this. Look. Okay, that, Sistine, that does not even, she's showing a photo of, <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It looks like a giant, giant fish with That's trillions point. of teeth. Like, you see this dude from, fine. look, look at this. Look, wouldn't you be scared? This one has. What are you showing now? Sistina, she's showing the fish from Finding Nemo. <laughs> that I'm is really scary. scary. Okay, okay, I understand that fear, fear because it's just the fear of being pulled down by I something. I think it's you don't know the fear of you. the unknown of what's below you. Okay, I get that. You but have a clown fear, so don't talk. I have such a clown fear. I hate clowns. Hate clowns. Circus Soleil. I went when I was younger. I started crying. You know what my dad used to do to us when we were younger? Sophia and I used to share a room. Maybe this is why I'm so attached to you. We didn't have to share a room growing up, but we, and Scarlett uh, wanted to be part of this too, so we had two beds in our room. Yeah. And Scarlett even brought in an air mattress to sleep below us. Oh, and um, then we also had three dogs. So we had three dogs and three girls in one room. And uh, my dad, every night, for some reason, when we were growing up, he bought these really scary, but actually beautiful porcelain dolls from Russia. Like, gorgeous face you know when you lay them eyes. down and the eyes close and then you yeah they're really up. honestly works of art and that's why he got them he thought that as little girls we would like it but it looks like the shit from annabelle no it wasn't truly annabelle. terrifying i hated them do you remember what, i feel like this i don't is understand why people think they're that sort pretty. of started don't you remember right when he was putting us to bed he'd be all cozy tucked in he'd get the doll and put it out into the doorway and be like hi, hi girls and, and then yeah and <laughs> he's such a jerk sometimes or, but or then he, he put also, it in our bed he put it in our bed when we were sleeping we just turn over and then there's like this scary ass doll staring time, at you one time you put it he put it at the feet of my bed so i felt something when i moved at night and i opened the cover mm. and there was a fucking doll but, you know, there was also my fear from clowns also stemmed from the story that he told us about the clown that That's was a true in the, story i know guys there's a story i can't i don't really want to oh, bringing it back gives me kind of nightmares but in short, there was this clown in a neighborhood that used to always just be the the clown on the street. I'm sorry, I don't know why no one thought that was a red just flag the in the first place. Street clown. Um, but this guy ended up luring children into his basement and no, it's a true story. Killing them, yeah. He murdered multiple kids. Boy, I think it was young boys. Boys. Yeah. So yes, um, when my dad told me that when I was younger, it traumatized me, yeah. and so I thought all clowns did that. He also dressed as a clown every year for Halloween. Yeah, and then he dressed as a clown for Halloween, and I never talked to him so, from that point. The lassophobia. Yeah, so you're scared of the ocean. Scared of being pulled down. And other news, um, I always feel like weird things happen to me in public restrooms. Uh, yeah, the that last does three happen. instances, one man came up to me, 
called me a Russian prostitute. He was their pimp, though. There was a bunch around, and he thought that I was one of them. I wasn't. Another instance, this woman came up to me. She goes, you smell like weed. And I go, really? And she goes, you've been smoking? I go, no. This last one was quite rude. I was in the bathroom, washing my hands and minding my own business, and this young mom comes in with her daughter, who's about eight or nine years old, Mm -hmm. and the mom is a little bit tipsy, and she's like, oh my god, like, you're so beautiful, this and that, I go, oh, thank you, thank you, Uh, I leave, and she stops me, and she goes, do you have a TikTok, and I go, yeah, yeah, I do, and she goes, oh my god, sweetheart, show this girl your tiktok and so the little girl starts showing me her mm-hmm. tiktok i'm like okay cool cool cool. and she goes you should make one right now with her what and i go huh she goes no like right now go make one with my daughter Ew. you don't want to go i actually have to get back she goes no, no you don't you don't want to make one with my daughter and started to are get, you serious i swear started to get more and more aggressive so i'm not kidding you i'm in the bathroom for five minutes doing renegade renegade no way i, I did it and I, I you know i told my dad about it and he goes what the fuck, Sistine? Like, can't you say no to people? You can say no. I can't. I don't know why. I have a bad... You have a weird problem with feeling very guilty if you don't do something for someone. And in my brain, I go, if you don't feel like doing it, don't do it. If you don't like them, don't hang out with them. You should have just said no. I feel like that was so inappropriate on her end. I just feel scared of the confrontation. It makes me uncomfortable to say no to people because I'd rather... I think we were also raised that way. Yeah, I know. We also were told... Our mom made us always um, make sure that we're making everyone happy and we're being on our best behavior and putting people first. And um, I think I've had to learn how to balance that because I think there's a good happy medium between pleasing someone, but also someone aggressively yelling at you to do a TikTok with their two-year-old daughter i really want to see it though you should find it she's probably tagged you but it's it was bad how do you say no to people i still you just cannot say, figure you just it say out uh right now i don't feel like it sorry i did and she kept coming back you say ma'am 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 personal ma'am. space <laughs> push her daughter <laughs> elbow your way out of the bathroom and oh other news i have so see i have more updates for you what other um, news <laughs> something really funny I, th- I thought i should just share mm-hmm. happened to me the other day we could cut this out i don't care um <laughs> i was again another lonely night for me mm-hmm. i decided to you know pamper myself i had a face mask on i had my hair in rollers awesome i had a robe on i was in a rocking chair just eating dinner looking at the sunset i'm thinking this is the life you're outside Why not I'm spoil myself okay. give myself a little pampering day I'm outside, and our dogs have such a fascination with catching lizards. They're obsessed with lizards. These days, you guys, they are a fiend. They're like little lizard hunters. They're obsessed. So I always see them running around the grass. They can hardly catch one because they're cavapoos. Mm-hmm. But um, as I'm sitting there rocking back and forth, I notice that Billy, our youngest one, or our littlest one, caught a lizard in her mouth. It was so disgusting. The tail is swinging out of her mouth. So I, oh, it gets better. I pick up uh, Billy and I start shaking her. Like, drop the lizard. I'm it. shaking the dog. She drops it. Buster, our other one, picks it up. He has it in his mouth. Ew. So then I'm shaking him. And as this is all happening, right? I look crazy, first of all. Rollers, face mask, robe, shaking a dog with a lizard in his yeah. mouth. We get a lot of tour boats that come by. Yeah, we do. 
Um, and they always stop knowing that it's Sylvester Stallone's house. Yeah. And as I'm doing all of this, a boat comes by, they stop, they're all screaming and waving and laughing, I'm assuming, but a whole boat of people see me doing this. Then the dogs chomp down a little too hard on the lizard. I managed to pull the lizard out with my hands. I am covered in lizard blood. Uh, Sophia, uh, my rope, I my would hand, have lost it. I'm that just reminded me of the time a couple months ago, no, a month ago, where Sistine saw um, a, what's it called, a mosquito on my forehead, and I didn't know. You guys, this is actually <laughs> so kind of funny. funny. <laughs> Wait, so speaking of blood, um, so Sistine and I were in the car. We're about to go, uh, go do a double date, and um, we're looking cute. And Sistine we're, looks at me. We're in, let's just preface: we're going golfing. We're going golfing, and <laughs> Sophie and I go. Golf clothes are not cute. Skirts aren't short, short enough. Short enough. So we go to Amazon and we, and we get prime tennis a skirts. tiny tennis skirt and the tightest little t-shirt. But they no. shouldn't let us on the course. I know. So um, we're in the car and Sistine looks at me and she goes, Sophia, don't move. And I go, what? What? And she goes, I smacked her. She smacks her. me straight in the forehead. And Sophia instantly goes, what the fuck? I was like, what the what are you hitting me in the face for? She goes, there was a giant mosquito. And I wipe my hand on my forehead. I look at my hand full of blood. I started gagging. I bolted out the car. I was even just worried of having a giant freaking bump on my forehead. It was so gnarly. It was so gnarly. So you had lizard blood and I had mosquito Mosquito blood. blood. Or probably not even mosquito blood. It's probably someone else's blood. That was definitely an embarrassing moment of my life. Um, a bunch of people witnessing that me covered in lizard blood i just scrubbed myself for the rest and of the night it was bad it was so, bad you know what i'm super stoked about what that we got offered because you're gonna say. yeah this is one of our favorite shows actually i think it is my favorite show love island you guys sistine and i were offered you guys this is the, the chance to go on the show season that we've been asked to come on USA, Love Island. I don't know if I'm allowed to say where it's taking place, but I know the details. Wait, but can I just say, it would be a dream to be a part of it. And I, I would be lying if I didn't ask mom, do you think this would be the worst idea ever? And she goes, yeah. Uh, probably. But you know what? We, I do think that there is a point taken about, I, can't, I don't even know why I just said it like that. Love Island US is nowhere comparable to love island uk and anyone that doesn't watch the show absolutely watch it yes you see it's 50 episodes but i'm telling you right now you fly by those so i fall in love with all the people i get this email and i told sophia about it and she goes okay dude i got the same one my brain started thinking not such a bad idea we get this email from one of the producers of the show and he goes you would be fabulous we'd love to have you please come on and instantly i go I would not win, but I would be a fan favorite. You think so? A hundred percent. Look at Maura Higgins. Look at Molly May. If you guys don't know who I'm talking about, it's UK. But they didn't win their season, but they were so likable that they didn't even need to win and they're doing much better than the people that won. If we were in the UK season, if UK came up to us and was like, come on the show, I'd be like, yes. But U.S. Mm. I have a strategy of what you I have a strategy. Would How would you win? I well, think we have different ones. If I wanted to win, hmm, 
if I wanted to win, I just wouldn't be crazy because I feel like all the crazy girls uh, always just bite themselves in the ass. But I would want to be a fan favorite. I'd be that girl that wouldn't end up finding a match the entire time, but ended up surviving the entire time because either the people voted me to stay or I just got matched with a guy friend. So I would strategically just be that you know supporting girl of all the other couples just be the funny one chilling eating. okay i feel like i'm so opposite so i've you watched, go for winning well no i i yes you go for love if you're not first i'm going if for you're the not free first trip, or last let's... if you're not first or last so i go in like this i pair up with the first guy that has interest in me mm. i'm gonna keep it going as hard as i can and maybe he's gonna flutter around but i've watched the show enough that you always talk to your girls before if you're interested in their man you always give them that respect yeah, girl code. You always. Girl code. Yeah. You yeah. don't get mugged off by a guy. Right. You always go straight to the source. Right. And you just tell them how you feel. Do you say source or sauce? Source. The sauce. Sauce. Yeah, you sauce. The secret sauce to the sauce. <laughs> There's no worse accent than Sophia's I don't think British I have that accent. bad of an accent. But I would say, ooh, I would love that. We got a little. The seltzer. Alcohol delivery. Who can pass me the other one? You want that flavor? Yeah, yeah, I like this one. You got a little. If you're 21 and over and you hear the words unwaxed, take a sip. Every (laughs) Every time you hear us say mugged off, take a sip. But no, genuinely, my favorite show. I just think that the whole point is being straightforward, telling everyone how you feel. Being as honest as you can. I would have a good combination well, between I have a like question. Maura and Molly. Would you go... So you're playing it strategically, not really looking for love, but trying to trick the people into thinking you found yes. the love. So you'd win, yes. but you're not going for love. Well, I, yeah. No. By the way, does anyone go in that show for true, like, tr- genuine love? Like, you know? Um, no, they're going in I- for the... Sistine, you literally just said you'd be the fan favorite. You would well, be the I'm one. I'm going in not to, I don't want to go in there leaving with anyone. I think that would be the best if you just left with yourself, but you also left a winner. Hmm. That's kind of cool. You leave not getting with anyone, but probably getting with someone from past seasons. From yeah, that's party. exactly what I would do. <laughs> that's exactly what I would do. Um, um, so yeah, let us know if you guys think we should be on Love Island. <laughs> or how about this? Love Island, bring us on the show, but don't record it. We'll just do the show. If we went in as a sister Just give duo, us the tape. Can you oh. imagine the sisters going It would be disgustingly amazing. It'd be really good. It would be really good. Because we don't have the same type. Um, so you guys know that Scarlett came on last week's episode. And everyone kept saying, make Scarlett a regular. I mean, if you want. Do you want us to? No. Fine I by mean. me. I think we'll have her on next week. Um, yeah. And there was an announcement that I'm sure she'll want to tell you, but... We're just too proud to to not share it ourselves. We're so proud of her. Scarlett just got into her top pick of college. Woo! Yay, Scarlett. Round of applause. It's such an exciting time in a young person's life. Getting that acceptance, that validation, it's really cool. It's huge. And, you know, it's hard work. Like I, You just remember high school and how many times you were stressed out and oh tried to study for a test. And then you're trying to balance the social life and then sports and and then you get to that final lap and you get into the school that you wanted to get into or you try to. And she's worked really hard and she's one of those people that's talked about college her entire And she life. especially got into a program for acting. And yeah. it was a really tough program to get into. And, and she's been obsessed with acting since I mean, she was it's younger. Just, it's coming full circle and I'm yeah. excited. It's really strange to see um, 
someone that you always looked at as your baby sister become an adult. You know, yeah. she's turning 19 soon. I know. Even guys that are my age are starting to hit on her. And it's just well, so it's weird. weird. Now she's going to live alone. <laughs> she's going to be in a dorm. Yeah. I mean, she's she's growing up. She's growing up. Oh, <sighs> I know. Baby Scar. Moving on to bigger and better things. And it makes me think about, I graduated over two years ago. Or wait, two years ago? I don't know. That's yeah, weird. You graduated a while ago. I got into college 2015 and it's 2021. Are you kidding? How does that make you feel? Well, okay. The fact that I'm turning 25 is this year is I don't you know, I didn't think I'd think that was that weird, but now it's actually sounding really weird. You well, know? Someone I was talking to a girlfriend the other day and she said that um once you turn even at the age, I'm so young, I'm 22, and you're so young too, but we're sort of approaching that age where, okay, now you kind of have to start planning for the rest of your life, even though it, maybe it's different for men and women, but at least for me and, and the position that I want to see myself later on down the line, once you hit the 26, 27 mark, it's like, okay, now you got to start looking for a life partner. You have three years to do that. Then you have X amount yeah. of years to you know, get engaged and then get married well, and then have babies because there's a small window I think for, for that. women there, it, there's so much pressure because i think that for me like since i'm turning 25 i have this whole pressure of like okay i have to balance work and i have to probably find my guy and so we're gonna be together for a couple years and then we're gonna have kids and we're gonna get married and now coming to this point of being 25 my mindset is so not there at all mm -hmm. and it's not saying that i don't think that could happen but i'm also it gave me so much stress before i feel like i'm having a quarter life crisis a little bit really a little bit what was your expectation graduating college coming out of college what did you expect you know your life to look like right after that well you know you go into college assuming and maybe you're in a career like a, in a major where it takes you to the next step of your career mm -hmm. but I always need my career to be so fluid and really not kind of set in one way and our family's yeah. kind of like that too and so I thought maybe out of college I'd have everything figured out and just because we have this podcast doesn't mean like either Sistine and I have anything figured out we're just going it bit day by day we have ideas you guys we are faking we're all of faking this. it and we're gonna make it this isn't even our wall this isn't even our set anyway but no I I definitely think that once I got out I would have had like a boyfriend and maybe get married in a couple years and all this stuff and and have a full-blown nine to five career, career or a, a steady inflow of cash coming in and yeah and at first it gave me i was having a worry and i was freaked out but i, I just think that just don't put pressure on yourself i think you like, say that but we still do we still still do we still do but i think we're getting better with it and i think if anyone is in their 20s and they feel this way don't put pressure on it your path is your path my path is my path like you may feel behind but you're it's not you're behind like you're just in your own route i don't know i feel as if it's going to be one of those situations where someone who is much older than you and wiser than you always says you know don't rush your 20s you have your whole life to figure it out and etc cetera, etc cetera. but once you're in your 20s we're in the thick of it you always blow it off and say no i should have it figured out i should have this and then we're going to get to that person's age and say shit why did I put so well you're much only 22 on how do you feel like you're gonna be when you're 25 the thing is I've always had such a goal in mind of what I want to be and what I want to do with my life and I don't know even in class I always sat there thinking there is not 
a universe in which I'm not going to allow this to happen for me. So I guess subconsciously I'm just manifesting what I've wanted for so long. And, you know, we really sort of have met the main characters of our careers. I think we did these past few months. And I think starting now, before I felt lost as hell. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was modeling and then I quit that and then I was acting and then that's all, you know, all over the place. So I really didn't know what I want to do, but now I sort of feel like, okay, I've tried everything that I thought I wanted. That didn't make me happy doing what we're doing now, which we can't really talk about, but we will very soon. And I think a good, a good indicator or like a good example is really looking at Sistine and I, because she was in this kind of career a bit longer than I was like I thought that's all I wanted like she's been in this kind of more social not social media but I'd say I guess entertainment career like she I was yeah she's been modeling she's acted she's been on social media longer really than I've been on it and it just shows you like we're both in the same position and I went to college for four years and it doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. different. Like, so you end up sometimes at the same place, no matter yeah. if you feel behind or not. And just because she's younger and is in the same position, I'm 25. I don't look at her and go like, oh, fuck, like I'm behind. Yeah. I look at her and I go, oh, hey, cool. We're doing this together now. And this was all supposed to happen. Yeah. You know, totally. And so I, I did have a quarter life crisis and I'm still in this mindset where I still want to have fun in my 20s. Yeah. And I am still trying to have fun in my 20s. I think the takeaway is have fun in your 20s. Yeah. You know. Don't put that unnecessary pressure on yourself, but also look at a future, look at a starting point that you want to reach by a certain time. And I think Mm -hmm. that's important as well, because if you have something to work for and look forward to, it honestly makes the the grind to get there much better. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing right now. I have a plan. I'm like, okay, five years, this is going to happen for me. And if you see that for yourself, it's going to happen. Yeah. And I also think go into everything. I feel like in my, since in my twenties, we've yeah. really tried every single thing. We're not, we're, we don't hide from it. I think just go for it because oh my it's, God. Yeah. don't, by the way, do you know how many people said that this podcast would have been, dude, we got oh laughed at, we got laughed at people were like, Oh, you're not going to do that. We good. got laughed at by people that should have been our biggest. Supporters. I know. And look at us now, people, there are things coming that you don't know what it's gonna. Hit. <laughs> I don't really know how to end that. <laughs> you, you don't know, know what's we got coming. Stuff coming. It's gonna knock your socks off, man. Those socks are flying across the flying room. Flying across the room. But yeah. Um. So quarter life crisis was coming. I think I might be crying on my birthday when I'm 25. Maybe I'll cry on my 30s. Who knows? Or maybe I'll have the best time. We'll oh, see. Oh man, I'm gonna throw you such a dirty 30 oh i can't wait i can't wait we were talking about our bachelorette parties and how dirty they're gonna be this is what we were saying so (laughs) we were talking about our bachelorette parties and i think you're supposed to have one bachelorette no, right? What? One maid of honor? Yeah, I see. I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, I was like, one bachelorette. <laughs> what what? You're supposed to have one maid of honor for the bride, right? But yeah. Sophia, Scarlett, and I were saying, okay, we can't pick one because, no offense, Scarlett, neither one of us <laughs> want you to be ours because, no, you'll be great, but just extremely unorganized. Scarlett's just, you know what? She's going to be the creative mind to get all the, the, the right. crazy aspects so of thought, everything will be we in. Because she, she can't figure out a schedule or a planner or a calendar <laughs> no. to save her life. But Scarlett brings the good time. Sophia brings the organization. 
and I bring a little bit of the razzle dazzle, something that you just won't expect. Maybe we should curveball. You be the maid of honor of your own wedding too. Just the three of us playing everything. So we were saying that you know Sophia's wedding when Scarlett and I plan your bachelorette party, it's almost like one crazy person me planning it, and then an even crazier person Tasmanian devil Scarlett planning it. Good luck with that. I know my. I already know my whoever is going to marry me. Don't ask about my bachelorette party. Scarlet it's said, just going to be Scarlet one of those things said. like what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Like, what happens Scarlet, I'll leave it at this. There. Scarlett said, there's no way you're not cheating on your fiance. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is going to be Sorry, pretty, future yeah. fiance. Oh, well. Oh, well. So, as promised, we are going to do another story time segment. But I was thinking, you know, since this is new, we're playing around with the name a little bit. Sophia, what do you think of calling this segment Bedtime Stories? Oh. So we could put our little unwaxers to bed. bed. You know, we tuck them in, read them a little goodnight story. <laughs> what do you guys think of that? Bedtime Sleeping. Stories? Should we call it that? Yeah, let's call it Bedtime Stories. All right. This is the Bedtime Stories segment, Sophia. Mm-hmm. Sistine brought in a great one last week about how I humiliated myself in front of her ex. And now I'm going to share another one of me humiliating myself in front of a guy. Okay. So... This is the story of the post-kiss craze. I don't even know. I can't think of a title right now. Okay. It's my first week of college, and we are in these dorm rooms that are co-ed. And this is the co-ed dorm room that everyone wants to go in college because mm-hmm. even though it's the oldest building, has no AC, really smelly. Usually when one kid gets sick in, sick in there, everyone gets sick. That's how on top of each other everyone is yeah there's no ventilation there's no ventilation there's no space but it is so much fun because everyone is a freshman everyone's new and everyone kind of gets together so as i said before it's co-ed and down the hall there is this kid that still today is one of the nicest people i've ever met and he was always a good friend of mine throughout college so what i'm about to explain i promise you if he ever listens to this i swear and he probably would remember this I've, there's no hard feelings, and you're still the best person. But what are you here about it goes. to say? So, I remember I thought he was cute, and this was like the first week of school, Aww. and I, I was like, oh, like I'm gonna call him John. Like John's so sweet. John's like very nice to me. Why don't I just keep hanging out with him? And so I we're love ha- John. John is just the sweetest little nugget. Um, oh, stop! No, here it goes. He is a nugget. <laughs> but uh, so I remember one night we come back from a party and. We go in front of his dorm room, and it's in that moment. I'm like, I'm about to have my first kiss in college. Like, woohoo! I thought you were gonna say your first kiss. Period. No, like, college, first, sweetheart. It's like not a big deal, but I just remember it was. I was so nervous. I'm like, I only had one boyfriend in high school. Yeah, and it, I felt like rebellious. I was like, Oh, we're gonna kiss before anything. Get it, girl. Get it, girl. I was naive, you guys. I was naive, but I remember we go in and we start kissing, and it was. The worst kiss I've ever had in my life. And here in this moment, this is what I'm thinking in my Why head. Why did it? It was. What made it so bad? The, it was just the lips were really tense and it was sloppy. Teeth? And teeth? Teeth, yeah. It was genuinely like horrible. Horrible. Was he a cannibal? Why are you it, it was so Why, bad. I might have, might have been bad too. I don't know. Why are you eating his face? I don't, it was bold. I, I don't know what it was, but it was just so bad. And in this moment, I remember this thought. I go fight or flight fight or flight fight or flight fight what is the fight i'm quite i don't know what it was i don't what was i fight what were you gonna fight and all of a sudden through the pain i hear flight 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 i 
instead of anything, push him off me and dart down the hallway and get um, run into the stairwell and the door closes. And now I'm stuck in the stairwell and I'm on on the outside part of the stairwell. And it's let me just hold on. Slow down. So you push this guy off of so you. So we're kissing. And no, no, let, me, kiss. let me recap yeah. this. You're talking so fast. <laughs> you push this guy off of you. Mm-hmm. You run down the hallway. You lock yourself in a stairwell. Yeah. Well, I just, I go to the stairwell because I think flight. I got to get out of this situation. Of course. Instead of just pulling away and being like, good night, I run away. Run. I'm 18 years old. This goes back <laughs> to that conversation we just had about saying no. When you don't want like like something. Wait, so now I'm in the stairwell. Okay. And I'm on this outside part of it where it's not really where the kids it's I think it's an emergency stairwell. Of course. So I turn towards the door, I'm like, shit, how am I gonna get inside? And it says, if you open this door, an alarm will go off. So I'm stuck and I don't have my phone. Oh, Sophia. Sistine, oh no, here it goes. I'm sitting there. I'm going downstairs trying to look for anybody. I'm looking for like a fire escape. There's nothing. I'm sitting there for 30 minutes. Eventually, it's a scene. Here it goes. It gets worse. I look through the window and I see him down the hallway and I knock on it going, can you help me? And the kid that I pushed off me had to come save me from the stairwell. And I had to awkwardly walk back with him. Passed to drop him off at his dorm room and walk to mine. And that was my first college kiss. Oh, no. Sistine. It kind of reminds me of my first kiss story. What was yours? Well, you had to run away and you hid in the stairwell. I scaled the side of a house to get away. What? <laughs> okay, here's another. Sistine, what's your bedtime no, story? Oh, really quick. It was my first kiss ever. Um, I'm still friends with this person today. And we always make a joke because it was such a bad first kiss that we have to redeem ourselves. But he has a girlfriend, so it just never We happened. can't <laughs> Can't do that. You're like, we um, can't. Wink, wink. No, no, we cannot. Um, and anyway, it was like always, it was, we always talked about it. It was going to happen. It was going to happen. And, <laughs> and um, I think I was 16. And I, we start hooking up. I have no idea what I'm doing. Clearly, he doesn't either because, again, it was a cannibal situation he was like eating my face and it was painful and there's this ongoing joke like who bit who it could have been both of us who fighting. bit who? who it was so bad right he goes i'll be right back leaves for two seconds we're in the backyard my friends are on the balcony when i look up that was right above us and they were like woo woo yes Dean, get it and i was so embarrassed i go looked at my best friend i go bitch help me help me i gotta get out of here no she and her friend uh, pull their arms down. They lift me. I, I'm not kidding you. It was a two-story thing. I got up to the second story. We ran on the roof of the house. What? Ran down the other side of the roof of the house, jumped off the other side of the house, and uh, ran on the street. And What is wrong with us? And he came back, and he goes, what the hell? Yeah, wait, what, what was wrong with us? Why I don't did, know. I mean, at least you were 16. I was in college, no, was and honestly- I ran away from my makeout. Yeah, but honestly, now that I think about it, you remember that character from Split, how he can just, like, scale things very easily, like mm. Spider-Man-like? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I got some superhuman power. Fight or flight, baby. Fight I, or flight. I, I flew. flew. I flew. We flew. <laughs> and it flew, like, cool. I was like, whoa, where did I get the ability to jump so high? And, like, my, my fingers oh, got sticky God. like Spider-Man. I was and, like, you know, thank God those two guys 
are nice people because I'm just glad he didn't tell anybody but maybe he didn't want to tell anybody because that's really embarrassing our girl ran away yeah I we didn't talk for a good six to eight months because that moment but that's my story time um if you ever have a bad kiss just don't run there we go that's it wait I have a good idea run away if any of the listeners have any good bedtime stories that we should share on the show Please write them in. They can be anonymous or not if you want. And we'll share them. I think that would be so fun. Yeah. Any horrible, funny. It could be about scary. Anything. It can be sad. Because we we are, we are open to all genres. I love crying. I, I do love crying. Actually, I don't like crying. You guys, so write some crying. in. This is a fun idea. Let's do it. Write some in. So, guys, write some in and send it to our Instagram. We'll read Instagram it in our DMs. DMs our be- my bedtime story. And we are back another conspiracy theory and i'm bringing it this time finally i know i'm bringing all the conspiracy theories that's not true yes i do and i would also like to point out i never get the response that i think i deserve from you yeah so because yours are i'm gonna be a tough cookie today okay so i feel like this conspiracy theory everyone's had heard about and i love this one yes love this one because i'm all about these kind of meta type situations and it is a simulation theory are we living in a computer simulation i wanted to do this one sistine are you a sim oh that's meta man am i a sim (laughs) are you a sim (laughs) chances are they say it's 50 50 which is kind of crazy. Wait, there's a 50% chance that I am someone, a, a higher being, is currently controlling you. No, yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. If that's the case, not too bad. <laughs> not too bad. Not mad. Not mad about it. Mad. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but first, this is, you have to ask the question what is reality? And so, firstly, we have to answer the question what is reality? And reality is anything we perceive as using one or more of the five senses, taste, smell, touch, hearing, and sight. But some out-of-the-box thinkers theorize that reality is merely an ultra-high-tech computer simulation in which we sim-live, sim-work, sim-laugh, sim-love, that everything that we do in life is... Sim-sex? Sim-get-drunk? Sim-get-blackout? Sim-podcast? Sim-skill-a-building? Sim-bad-kiss? Oh, God. So the question is if we live in a simulated universe has been very much debated since the Enlightenment period. So a lot of people from even back then assumed that we were living in simulation period and one of the forward thinkers i think elon musk is one of the bigger guys that has he said definitely we, stands oh yeah him. he has said that we are living in simulation i was i read something that he said there's a 99.999 percent chance that we are well so it this is a question oh. do you ever experience this can't be real sometimes or deja vu deja vu for sure that some glitches happen like in the matrix like a ghost maybe the ghost well we hear is a simulation glitch i always look up um on youtube there's a compilation of all these simulation glitches with basketball players doing the exact same like six of them doing the same footing Mm -hmm. a bird flapping in place and not moving anywhere Mm -hmm. stuff like that yeah i believe 
it's hard for me. It, it, I get so 50-50. So they think there's there's no real proof of it. But there's one of three scenarios that this guy named Nick Bostrom wrote. So I, I think this is actually kind of interesting. One, that all human-like civilizations in the universe will go extinct before they develop the technological capacity to create these realities, which is like we have a ceiling to our advancement and either climate change or um, robots self-replicating and taking over the universe before we can actually get to that point. I believe that's going to happen Which I think is probably what I think is going to happen. So two, if any simulations, I mean, if any civilizations get to this point where we can do it, that we will do it because it's unethical. Do you see what I'm saying? That we have the technology to become or create a sim life, but we won't do it because it's just not okay. So if we have maybe this is a stupid question, if we have the technology to become a sim life, but you said that there's a fifty percent chance we already are. Wait, so this is the thing, or three advanced civilizations would have the ability to create many many simulations and that means there are far more simulated worlds than non-simulated ones so it's more saying that in the best way i can explain it because it i was reading about it and i got really deep in this rabbit hole um that there we already have gotten to that point and we're just a simulated world do you see what i'm saying that we're not just the primary i know Why do they make my hands so big? Yeah, <laughs> that's my first question. Why do Who's they give? This, why do they the give me keratosis on my arms? <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Why did I get a bigger butt? Okay, here's my question. Who is controlling this? Sim well, so life? that that's the whole thing. I mean, it questions religion. It questions. I mean, aliens. Everything. It, it could be aliens. What is your takeaway? That we all. My takeaway is that. The fact that, okay, <clears throat> I just think that if we are living in a simulated world and I played Sims 4 and 3 when I was growing up, I just think that's kind of insane. If that is the case and we are doing what Sims is doing, maybe the, pr- mm. hmm? how did someone think of creating Sims? Then obviously the people that are creating us are trying to give us a message saying that we are being controlled like the Sims because they're so realistic. Oh, God. Okay. Well, let me know if you guys believe we're in a simulation because kind of I do a little bit. Just I'm a little bit. I'm not going to lie. There's 0% of me that thinks that we're living in a simulation. I just think life is more fun when you believe in all these conspiracy theories. I agree. And I definitely believe in lizard people and the Christmas conspiracy. The lizard people is totally real. The Christmas conspiracy is definitely not real. I believe in the SpongeBob one. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. She said that SpongeBob is on uh, meth. He's on methamphetamine. Yes, yeah, he is. Patrick yes, Sawyer's just smoking that. You guys. Weed. Yes. Obviously, we need help with these theories. Yeah. So please write some in. Uh, let's transition to our favorite segment, the unsolicited advice segment. And just a reminder, since you love our reminders, you guys can submit your questions on the Apple Podcast page. Give us that five star. Give us a nice review. We love your reviews. And write your question in the review section. That is the only place we will answer it. And for those of you doing it correctly, you get a gold star, baby. Thank you. So this person said, I can honestly say, you know what? This person wrote a really nice compliment about the podcast. I could choose not to read it, 
but I want to inflate our egos a little bit, so I'm going to read what they said. I can honestly say this is the only podcast I listen to and enjoy every minute of it. I've watched every episode on YouTube, even after listening to them on Apple Podcast. You can say I'm obsessed. You put so much effort and love into your podcast, which is why your podcast is my favorite. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much. That is- because you know what? That's true. I don't think people realize we actually love this podcast and we put so much effort into it so that is just such a nice it's nice thank you so much thank you this person wrote i constantly overthink and think everyone hates me for no reason so my question is how do you stay confident and my advice on how to stop overthinking these are both things i think we've touched on Mm -hmm. confidence and overthinking we've definitely touched on them in the past but i can certainly relate to you when you say that you think everyone hates you um because i definitely went through a phase of thinking nobody liked me i thought my friends always secretly didn't want to be my friend and we're just doing it out of convenience or whatever it was so i totally understand where you're coming from but you also have to understand that is just a frame of mind and i realized it was an insecurity on my part and i stopped blaming other people for that Yeah, I think it can just get uh, into a whirlwind of just self-doubt and you can just get really caught up in believing your own yeah your own beliefs and they could be just fake things you know it is just your own insecurity talking to its own insecurity you just need to stop and realize that you are a special person there's no one like you no one can ever do or say or have the same experiences as you so you have to own that and say and wear it with pride like you are special and if they don't like you for whatever reason they don't like you for that reason and by the way I overthink I've always had a problem overthinking any situation any relationship any friendship and I've had to really I mean I think Sistine's kind of my filter to help me out and I got lucky on that but at the end of the day it's really nothing is a big deal yeah. when it comes to that stuff. Like no one's honestly thinking about you as intensely as you're thinking about you. I know for me, I'm always at what if, what if, what if, what if. And, and it, what I always tell Sophia when she's really overthinking something is, will this matter in a week's time? Mm-hmm. Will you think about it this much in a week's time? And if she says yes, then we'll actually go through it and pick it apart. And I think when it comes to also going out and how to stay confident, I always like to say where do or be something that makes you feel your best. And you know, maybe you have a certain outfit that makes you feel the most confident or you have a certain routine that throughout the day just makes you feel better, mm-hmm. whether it's working out, going on a walk. And I think doing one thing a day that just makes you feel better about yourself Definitely. does totally emphasize your confidence and make you feel better. I also think confidence comes with age and time. And I just recently learned how to sort of own my shit and own who I am by pretending to be confident even when I always wasn't confident it sounds so cliche but faking it till you make it actually trains your brain to Mm -hmm. start doing it all the time and then you're going to just be confident naturally and you're not alone we all overthink we all have our days of self-doubt and we all assume things that people don't like us for and just remember they're not and you just be you and own it because at the end of the day, you have one life and it's not worth it and if wasting you, it on people that don't like you and overthinking. And if you think people don't like you, just remember, they're thinking about themselves. Always. Mm-hmm. They're not thinking about you. So if you just remember that, get it out of your head, 
own your shit, wear your confidence with pride, stop overthinking, and drink a freaking seltzer. You know, if you have overthinking problems, just write it out and go, does this really look like that's happening? All of those thoughts? No. Look at the page? No, it's not. So just move on, scrunch that paper up, throw it into the fire pit. If you have a, a fire pit near hell. you or just in the trash and move on. It's not worth it. I hope that helps. Yeah. You know, it's funny with our advice. Sometimes we go very soft in the beginning and then at the end we get super aggressive. Like, get that out of your head. Well, because that's how star. we work. Because normally when we approach our own insecurities and our, our own overthinking, I think we go a little soft and then instantly we go like, get over it. You're a bad bitch. You're a bad bitch. You can walk. You can talk. You look great. I'm a bad bitch. You can't kill me. <laughs> That's a um, vine, I think. That's a vine. If you are still in that generation. I know this was a, a lot more chaotic, and uh, I think it was fun, though. I love these stories. I love me, too. We have a lot of funny stories, I think. And I did not even know about the kiss when you scaled the wall, so I learned about that. And your lizard blood experience. You know what, Sophia? I missed you. I'm happy you're back with me. Happy to be back in the studio. Me, too. Thank you guys so much for listening and supporting and writing into the podcast. Every single week, we read them. It means the world to us. So, and if thank there's you. any segments or topics that you really like us talking about, please let us know. Yes. We love your advice. We want to hear feedback because, I mean, our mom can tell us so much. So, so you tell us. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're oh. done, Jen. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we'll, we will be back next Tuesday, and we will see you soon. Bye. Bye.